Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Running the Bases. I'm your play-by-play, Tucker Wells, joined, as always, by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, how are you? Good, sir. Pretty good, Tucker. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, except, of course, for the state of the Atlanta Braves right now. Um, uh, I guess we should just stay away from the West Coast for a while. Well, I think we will, but um, we've been real inconsistent all year, and this was like a real downturn. Um, the uh, and they're not a whole lot of fun to watch right now. No, and it certainly doesn't help that Andrelton is on the bench. No, um, I uh, I would I would think, or w- one would think that they could have at least won three, maybe four on that West coast road trip. You know, you got to give that you're going to lose. You're going to easily lose two out of three to the Dodgers, but we should be able to steal one. And then the Padres, I don't even know what to say about that. How do you get swept by the Padres? You know, you would think they could, you know, get two out of three there and then maybe split with Seattle. You're not beating King Felix, but, it's just it's incredible that the offense can be this anemic against you know just pitchers that nobody even knows of right now the Braves could lose two out of three to Wichita State right now uh (laughs) they're not uh they're a very inconsistent team they are uh they're a team that has definite holes on the team uh yeah, my son has real, you know, has expressed to me how this is not a team that he even likes. Uh, on the other hand, I, I'm, I even though I don't expect anything out of this team, I, I think it might even be better for some reasons were they not to reach the playoffs. Um, I, I really enjoy them, um, and I, I mean Andrelton's number one, um, but. Um, there, I, I see some real positives in the the Atlanta Braves this year, even though they may not uh, amount to anything in the postseason. Oh well, I would think I would uh, highly agree. If they make it to the postseason in any stretch, wild card or other, or somehow they're able to to take over the, the division and win, which I really don't see happening right now. They're I don't I don't believe that they're going to be able to do it because you you know you're going up against the best. You look, you know you draw you draw any you draw the Dodgers you draw the Cardinals which looks like they're going to win obviously or even if you draw the Nationals or the Giants they this is the best pitching you know well, they're the, not going to be able to score any runs they can't right now against the third fourth and fifth starters on some of these teams. You or look Wichita at teams uh, that have gone on from the wild card to win, uh, particularly the uh, Marlins, and they were able to do this with superior pitching or pitching that really uh, came uh, that was hitting a hot streak at that time. The, the Braves don't have that kind of pitching. No, you're not. You're not buying into Aaron Harang yet. No, I'm not. No. Ugly guy. Yeah. No offense should if he's be a listening. Tiger. Should be <laughs> Yes, he should. All ugly pitchers are tigers. And ugly players, actually. Although kudos to Justin Verlander, man. You know, the, the, it's no shame in going to Mexico with Kate Upton. Did you see him throw her a ball at the at, at the yeah, Yankee game? The the woman was like, Oh my god, you know, who cares? 
Yeah, it's you got to admit it's kind of the Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe of of no, this era. No, 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 not at all. No. Not even a little bit. Justin Verlander to say he's Joe DiMaggio only in his dreams. To say that Kate Upton is Marilyn Monroe only in your dreams. <laughs> uh, we're talking modern day pop culture here. No, 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 no. The closest thing. Closest thing. Need to drop it. Well, I tell you what, man. Verlander's having a down year, so he may need to drop her. She might be too much of a distraction if that team, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, that could be, but that has nothing to do with comparing Kate Upton to Marilyn Monroe. Give me a break. Well, that's the look she's shooting for, you know. Give me a break. All right, I will. Um, so, uh, you know, um, the Braves right now, all the pundits across Atlanta um, the guys at Atlanta Baseball Talk, um, 680 The Fan, 92.9, The Game, all saying about talking about the lack of leadership. So do you think Freddie uh, Gonzalez is the manager next year? Because um, wouldn't you say at this point that it goes beyond having a clubhouse leader? It's got to fall on him. I mean, he's the manager. Are, are you trying to... Get me to say that the problems with the Braves this year are Freddie Gonzalez. Uh, uh, I'm not saying that. I mean, I, I the players see, have to go out and play, but it, clearly he's not pushing the right buttons somewhere. And I also question the fact that he wouldn't do. We talked about this last year, being able to man up and bench the likes of Ugla and BJ Upton. All right. You know, why isn't Emilio? I mean, Andrelton's hurt right now, but when Andrelton comes back, Emilio should be playing center field. And Upton should be coming off the bench It is to run. It is a difficult thing to rationalize that B.J. Upton has more at-bats than any Atlanta Brave. That seems to be a significant problem. Uh, I There are a lot of things that uh, Freddie does, a lot of the loyalty that he shows towards certain players and everything is reminiscent of Bobby's uh, realm. And that's who, uh, I mean, Freddie was hired to be Bobby too. And he's done everything he could uh, to be Bobby too. Uh, uh, I would have sent John Smoltz down at one time uh, to the minor leagues, uh, and I would have been very wrong. Uh, Bobby stood by him. in the same sense, I would have given B.J. Upson to anybody who was trying to trade for him uh, at, at one time. Now, I don't think that B.J. Upton is quite John Smoltz. I don't know that uh, Freddie has as much to work with that Bobby had to work with. Uh, nevertheless, I, uh, I don't think the problems with this year's Braves are Freddie are, – are, Freddie Gonzalez. I think the problems with this year's Braves are more Frank Wren than they are uh, Freddie Gonzalez. And I think on top of that, they're more the ownership than they are, you know, any either of the other two. Yeah. Well, we could go on forever about how awful being owned by Liberty Media is. Um, that, well, that being said, how much longer do you see the organization giving Mr. Wren? What is it going to take for him to get fired at this point? I mean, we've suffered through so much. What what else does he have to do? Does he have to murder a player? Would that do it? Well, 
Does uh, it depend on which one he murders? Oh, yeah, that would definitely would depend. <laughs> uh, I, I do think, I mean, when you look at the fact that the two big... Uh, the two big free agents that he've signed have been the two biggest bust in the last 15 years. Uh, the That does seem to kind of like fall on him. Um, the, However, I don't see any hint anywhere of the his demise. I don't see anybody, you know... I mean, he's getting praised for how he's, you know, constantly praised for how he can find bullpen help, you know, for no amount of money and everything. But uh, one of the reasons that he has no amount of money to find these guys because he spent so much money on the two big free agents that we've had, Ugla and Upton. You know, I, I've told you before, I think his problem, his name is Wren, W-R-E-N. That he was at the bottom of the roll. Every time they called roll in elementary school and everything, <laughs> he was the last one. So he has some sort of appreciation for uh, people at the bottom of the roll. Hence, Uglas and uh, Uptons and people whose names start with U. <laughs> so he needs to get on the couch, is what you're saying, and then we'll get a better ball club. <laughs> that That's way too involved no they uh they need to get somebody he's not the answer he's not you look back at i mean they're now one and nine in their last 10 by the way last night was uh you know set a record for this year we we will have one record at the very least latest local start time for a game we started at ten fifty one after a three hour and 40 minute rain delay so kudos to that for sticking it out. That July fourth game that Rick Camp hit the home run and everything. I I listened to that whole. I watched that whole game. Really, when years we... ago. I mean, yeah, that was the one where they did the fireworks at like four in the morning, you know, and everything. Wow. Um. So, but moving forward and staying with the Freddie Gonzalez part of all of this, um. Do you think that internally he has wanted to, or he wanted to bench the likes of Ugla and Upton earlier on, but simply couldn't, that that decision got overridden by management? Considering that when he was in Florida, he did the bold move of benching Hanley Ramirez, and then he got fired. Do you think that that's in his mind somewhere, or that that pressure is obviously on him? It could very well be. I I, I don't know. Uh, And the Braves kind of keep that sort of stuff uh, to themselves. Um, the um, I, I don't think the... I, I mean, he's got to try and make this team work, and he, he knows that they're not going to just release Upton with the kind of financial responsibilities that he has. Uh, what's he going to do? Play Jordan Shaver? Oh no! Well, we just released Shaver. Uh, you know, you got you got to give Emilio shots right now. If you at least for the rest of this year, okay, we can we can we can look long term when the season's over. But you know, as of right now, there's still four games back. That's not insurmountable. You will have to hit though to do it. Um, and the, you know, with the wild card now expanded to seven teams or whatever it is, they're still in that hunt as well. Um, so for the short term, wouldn't you say you have to put Emilio Bonifacio in center field? 
or put him out in left and right and move Hayward over. One of those two, move Hayward back to center. You know, Hayward's defense is just, it's the best. I mean, I, 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 I hope for look, certain he gets uh, a gold glove this year. I don't really care. He's not going to be a, a brave in two years from now anyway. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, the, uh, fair enough. I Sure, there are a lot of options that seem... Uh, I, I mean, I could see Gaddis going to left field, you know, moving Upton to or Justin Upton to right, and uh, and Hayward to center, and uh, then putting in either Betancourt or Laird behind the plate, and having a lot more positive team. I uh, there are a lot of things that uh, that. I would do as a manager from the outside looking in. But I also know from the inside looking out, often you don't do those sort of things. And that was something, you know, Bobby would have never done. Hence, uh, we have Ron Gant becomes uh, a player that wins us the pennant in 91. Uh, And we have uh, John Smoltz who wins us a... uh, the World Series in 95. I mean, I realize Glavin won the big game, but uh, the uh, if you don't have Bobby's kind of uh, faith in his players, in the, the people like Gant and Smoltz, uh, then you don't have 95. Uh, likewise, I don't know how much of that uh, is in Freddie Gonzalez. I don't know... Uh, I don't know that Frank Wren isn't saying, look, I don't care where you got to do it, but BJ's going to play for you. Uh, you know, we're paying him X amount of dollars. He's got to play this many games. I don't know if that's happening. I, you know, I don't know any of that. I, I'm not willing to uh, say that this is Wren's fault or that it's Freddie's fault because I, I really don't know. Uh, what I do know is that B.J. Upton is the worst center fielder that has played for the Braves since they moved to Atlanta in 66. And knowing that, they should bench him. Anyway, um, so there you go. Sad times watching the Braves right now. Um, what do you think about just the the baseball at large right now moving into September here? Well, mid, we're almost mid-August, so close enough. Um who looks like what team really wants it, or what team is even rising? I, mean, I would guess the Dodgers for sure, uh, and in the National League. But in the American League, you know, Oakland's kind of been up and down recently. The Orioles? Are we picking right, the right, Orioles? All right. Uh, you know, I, I like the Orioles. I like watching them, despite their owner. Um, they've been a team that I've pulled for for the last couple of years. Uh, the Tigers have always been my team. Uh, I they're really, they're falling on hard times right I, now. I know they are. I really like the Royals right now. Thinking how yeah. good it would be for baseball for the Royals to uh, Royals to be in the playoffs and go somewhere. That would be great for baseball. Uh, the uh, the A's. Um, I, I I never have liked the whole Moneyball thing uh, and. Uh, it seems to me that Billy Bean has gotten too much credit for nothing. Um, so, I mean, he's kind of thrown his whole 
philosophy out the window this year and going to end acquiring all of these big price. He finally uh, caved. Yeah, I mean, he did. He caved. You can't, yeah. The, uh, all right, uh, all of that's in the American League. I mean, uh, and we haven't even mentioned one team in the Eastern Division. Uh, well, the Orioles. Oh yeah, that's true. The Orioles. And then uh, honestly, and then the Blue Jays are right there. You know, you gotta, you know. Yeah, although right now Baltimore is up by five. They've opened up a five-game oh, lead, I know, I know. I know. which is, I mean, that's saying something. Considering I, I, I couldn't tell you offhand the starting pitching on the Orioles. Um, but yeah, Kansas City would be great. Um, I, you know, I watched Ubaldo pitch the other day. I mean, Jimenez, uh, and I'm like. How are the Orioles in first place by this many games? When this is the guy they went out and paid so much money for. Yeah. Well, um, it, it just, by all accounts, it's going to be another year where someone's going to streak into it. You right. Know? Well, that's pretty. That's been it in recent years. Uh, and, I mean, that's why the Cardinals have been so good. They're so good at that. Yeah. Um, the, uh, damn them. <laughs> uh, the, um, but... And it might be again this year. Who knows? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, if McCutcheon, you know, he goes down with that rib injury. Um, if he is not 100% when he gets back, what do you think the chances are for the Pirates? I mean, they were the overall feel-good story of last year. The Royals this year would are looking to be the Pirates of last year. So. I'm going to tell you right now, the the – the importance of Andrew McCutcheon is unbelievable. I have watched pretty much of the Little League World Series this year. And, uh, I mean, or they haven't even gotten to Williamsport yet. You know, we're in regionals now. And before each game, they go through the teams and they ask them, uh, all of these Little Leaguers, who their favorite Major League Baseball player is. It's Andrew McCutcheon, far and away, above and beyond any other player. You have a team like the uh, Jackie Robinson Chicago team. I, I forgot what it's called, but uh, it's something, Illinois West or something. Uh, but, like, everybody on that team, it was Andrew McCutcheon. They're in Illinois, and they're, like, choosing a guy for the Pirates. Andrew McCutcheon is a lot more the face of baseball than we're aware of. He is bringing the Afro-American back into baseball uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, I agree entirely. You know, it, it, it was. It seems like that torch has been weakly passed over the years. It was Dontrell Willis for a, a two-year stretch there. Then it became Ryan Howard and then CC Sabathia. Um, you know, all three of them fell off the table you know so all, th- that- all three of them were not two of them were pitchers yeah and that makes him somewhat disqualified uh to be with ryan howard too big too old too fat <laughs> well now yeah you know it's like i said it was it was over the years you know it was him for a stretch and then it became sabathia and but I, I could not agree more. I love McCutcheon. Love his game. I picked him first in my fantasy league, which I don't even know. You know, I'm probably dead last right now. Haven't checked it in months. But um, I agree. And and, and, he, and he's actually he's gotten lost this year in the Puig stuff and the you know the Puig hype and the Ma- Mike Trout's continued amazing everything. But 
Yeah, I mean, he's important to the game, and I, I, you know, and I hope that Pittsburgh, um, though I don't care for their owner much either. I, I think it's good for baseball for Pittsburgh to do well. You know, I, I for all these small market teams, really. You know, I, I, I would hope that with, you know, how much coverage there is of baseball with MLB Network and ESPN has three nights a week where they're playing Major League Baseball, that we move away from Red Sox, Yankees, everything, and, you know, Dodgers Dodgers. and Cardinals and Cubs. So, by the way, it came out that Theo is saying that 20, what was it, 2017, year of the Cub. What do you think about that? Um... that's when all this talent's going to come up, and that's when it's happening. 2017, and right now it's 2014, right? He's, his five-year plan has now been moved to, like, <laughs> a nine-year plan. Is that what the deal? No. Give me a break. Well, Chicago Cubs are on the 110-year plan right yeah, about now. I, I, you know, I told you I saw – I love this T-shirt. I saw it at Cooperstown that said, Jesus – well, let me see if I can get this right uh, – Jesus talking to a Cub fan. He says, uh, don't do anything till I come back. You know, I thought that was like, great. Yeah, that will be the sign of the apocalypse. I know for one thing, Chicago will burn to the ground. So, yeah. Great city, Chicago, though. The greatest summer city. um, We've talked about this at length. Greatest summer city in the country, in the contiguous 48. Yeah. what, would you say that Chicago could possibly be the best sports town in this country? What do you think is the best sports city in this country? Hmm. Um, right now, today. All right. Now, well, first of all, I think you're going to say that you're going to have to have one of the, uh, a representative in each of the four major sports uh, and then probably have a... Uh, team, you know, a WNBA team and an MLS team and something. And I imagine Chicago has all of these things. They do. Know. They have uh, they have the two baseball teams. They have the Bulls. They have the Bears. They have the uh, the Blackhawks. They have the Chicago Sky in the WNBA and the Chicago Fire in MLS. All right, there you go. So, so. all right, so they have the basic requirements. Uh, the uh, they are very supportive for losing teams. Uh, the uh, And yet they've won championships. They're not like Cleveland. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, but it's hard to say that anybody could be better than New York or Boston uh, because those two cities have some sort of iconoclastic uh, hold on uh, the rest of the country. There are people that are like Boston fans and New York fans that have never lived in either city or been anywhere close to them, you know. So I don't know that Chicago can transcend that sort of thing. True. Although Chicago travels well, by all accounts. It does. It does. I mean, and there are Cub fans everywhere. Uh, God knows why. But uh, there there are no, no, you see, you go to other countries, you go through Europe, and the only baseball hat you're going to see on a European is a Yankee hat. Oh yeah, absolutely. Although I I, I wonder how I can many see a White Sox hat on a, on somebody from Spain. It's just not going to happen. 
Well, no, but that's in Spain, and I would think that my vote's for Chicago going away, you know, because um, because of that thing that they support losing teams, you know. I, I think that New York has, I don't know, I was watching the, uh, the Yankees. When's the last time the Mets didn't draw well? Oh, they, they don't even sell out opening day anymore. When is the last time they have not drawn well? When is the last time they have not drawn two million in a season? Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, Ever? <laughs> you Ever? Think, you think they're drawing $2 million this year? I think year? they've drawn $2 million every year of their that. existence. No, definitely not. You can't, you can't tell me that these last few years... You look, at, you look at that stadium, which is by all accounts one of the best that's been built in the last 15 years. And the Jets, too. You know, the Jets. Yeah, but look at the Bears. Who gives a damn. Look at the Bears, man. I would say that the 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 fans for the Bears fans are ramp are rabid and rampant, uh, rampant. They. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go. Bears fans probably seem bigger deal to me than Jets fans. And but. if for no other reason that Chicago and I spent a lot of time up there in the in the mid aughts. They, they, you know, you have people who are divided on the the Cubs versus White Sox, and food's better. Food's better, uh, yeah. Um, but everybody's a Bears fan, you know. That would be the crown. That is the crowning championship, is if the Bears win, you know. But yet at the same time, they celebrate all, and I think that um, you you think the Bears winning would be a bigger deal than the Cubs winning. Um. Yes, because White Sox because fans Cubs, don't want the right. Cubs to oh, win, know, but all of Chicago they really, won. They really don't like each other, the Cubs fans oh, and no. White Sox fans. Absolutely not. I've asked uh, my my good friend Scott Brown, who is a white a diehard Chicago, but goes with the White Sox. Grew up on the South Side. That's that's his biggest rival. He he you would know, rather see anyone from his division. He would rather see the Yankees. When win I was in Cooperstown a couple of weeks ago, there were. A lot of Cub fans that were there for Mad Dog, and there were a lot of White Sox fans, a lot more White Sox fans that were there for the Big Hurt, and neither of them were. I mean, both of them were uh, polite toward the other, but they weren't there for the other person. It was. Uh, I, I wonder, and I've often thought about this: uh, could if my city had an American League team and a National League team. Could I pull for both? Uh, if I lived in San Francisco, could I pull for both the A's and the um, Giants? I, I don't know. It, could I pull for both the Mets and Yankees? I can't imagine pulling for either. Uh, you know, the, could I pull for both the White Sox and the Cubs? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I know I wouldn't. I would pick, I would pick a team. I would you know. pick a team, but uh, could I? Well, just look at college football. I mean, you know, think about that dynamic. You know, the, when the um, and actually maybe that's an argument for the other side because I know that when Georgia and Georgia Tech play each other, I root for Tech. But when they're playing other teams, I root for them both. Mm-hmm. So that's a good yeah. Well, then maybe maybe I'll have to reverse that. But then I don't really care about you know. I don't have a dog in the fight since I didn't go to either school, and football is probably I, one of my least favorite, you know, sports to get all wrapped up in. So, pretty much when the Falcons aren't playing, I'm kind of over it. So, but uh, hey, you know, after uh, once uh, once we get the Tampa Bay Rays in 2017, I'm going to go for them. You know, Turner Field all the way. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, 
Thank you, Coach. Um, thank you all listening out there on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if you haven't liked the page yet, we have the Running the Bases Facebook page, and you can also follow us on Twitter with the hashtag handle or however you do that, at Running the Base, no S, because that was already taken. Um, Coach, thank you, and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, Tucker. Bye.